Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1813. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in a very, very beautiful part of the world. Menorca and the Balearic Islands in the middle of the Mediterranean with a very special guest by the name of Paul Kilvington. Paul, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear? Are you ready to release the clutch? I'm ready here, foot fully on the throttle mark. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Well, I love it. Well, before I give you a proper introduction, could you share with my listeners one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you? Well, I guess... In my head, I'm still 35. I don't think anybody would believe that. Um, Are we all? <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, driven by new dreams, new aspirations. Yeah, so there's a there's a lot going on at the moment, and uh, yeah, I feel this is uh, this is almost like a, a second trajectory for me. So uh, yeah, I guess uh, that would be my uh, my best kept secret, I guess. <laughs> but nobody would guess. <laughs> I think that's why so many men get hurt in their older ages, because we still think that we're half our age and we do some things that maybe we shouldn't. But you've had a very cool life, a life around design, which is my background. Uh, I love what you do. So let me give you a proper introduction, and we're going to dive into this new venture that you've added to your repertoire. Paul Killington is head of bespoke design at Twisted North America. Twisted creates all new vehicles born from the timeless Land Rover Defender. Their builds include contemporary technology, luxurious features, exclusive powertrain elements, and numerous other painstakingly created details. Paul's career includes work at design agencies and founding his own agencies, where major projects included branding for Land Rover, Triumph Motorcycles, and a global corporate identity for Massey Ferguson, just to name a very few. A return to focus on pure design brought a number of prestige projects, including interiors, garden, and his passion for classic cars, Aston Martin in particular. Paul splits his time between the beotiful islands that uh, he's in today and the Cotswolds in the UK in a partnership with a marine business that he's also involved in, included with his twisted role in Twisted North America. I should say twisted role because the role is far from twisted, but I love the name of the company. <laughs> in Paul's world of design, form, function, and brands are at the heart of everything. And regular listeners will remember that Tom Maxwell, the CEO of Twisted, was our guest last year in August of 2020. You can find his show on the Cars yeah website. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Paul about this new venture with Twisted. But first, a word from our valued sponsors. So give them a listen and we'll be right back. Are you heading out on the highway for a road trip this summer? I can't wait to hit the road. Covercraft makes quality protection for the inside of your vehicles while you're traveling. Their plush custom fit mats or Berber mats turn any ride into something special and are easy to remove and clean after days on the road. Covercraft floor mats are the ultimate protection from moisture, dirt, mud, snow, and slush. Just about anything you can throw at them. 
Don't forget your vehicle's trunk area too. Their Carhartt custom cargo liners not only look great, but they keep your rear cargo areas and seats protected from the sun and those accidental spills. Custom fit truck liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect to protect the factory carpet from all those things that can stain and damage the floors. All your options are quality made, easy to clean, secure to the floor, and look oh so good. Check out Covercraft.com for a wide variety of styles, colors, and options for a custom fit. And I've got a special offer for you. If you use the code YEAH21, that's Y-E-A-H-2-1, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was tired of my rates for my collector car insurance going up every year for no explainable reason. My carrier seemed to be turning into a media company versus an insurance company, and I realized that a portion of my policy premium was paying for all those so-called free media goodies. So I did my homework, I talked to knowledgeable collectors, shopped around, and discovered American Collectors Insurance. They've been serving the collector car hobby since 1976. You last that long by properly serving your customers' insurance need, not with a lot of fluff. ACI is ranked the number one online collector car insurance provider, according to Google, Trustpilot, Facebook, and they offer their real person guarantee live support. No never-ending phone loops when you need help. Plus, because you don't use your classic car as a daily driver, you could save up to 40% compared to regular auto insurance. American Collectors Insurance provides agreed value policies. So if you experience a total loss to your collector vehicle or it's stolen, you'll be paid the amount listed on your declaration page, less any deductibles, of course. No ifs, ands, or buts. Give them a call today and ask for your free quote at 866-A-C-I-Y-E-A-H. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Greens, at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Paul, we are back. So let's go a little deeper into the corner here. I want you to share more about, let's start a little bit of your past because you have such an interesting history and design. You've done so many cool things and then bring us forward into the today with your role, your new role at Twisted North America. Yeah, well, my design has always been my my passion really. And uh, and uh, back in the very early days, I mean, my uh, all my Education really was geared towards being an architect, but uh, at 18, uh, I didn't quite have the patience uh, to look forward to eight years studying architecture, and uh, and design was a was a more sort of fast track. So design really has been at the core, and I guess further to that, branding has been at the core of everything that I've always done. Um, as you, as you suggest, I set up my own business when I was actually very young. I was only, I think, 23 or 24, and it fast became a, a very successful uh, design business. Uh, we did some really interesting thing. Always loved cars, and I think uh, naturally I've always been very keen to sort of combine my passion for design and branding uh, and automotive into one. And a number of things that I've uh, done have managed to sort of link those two things. But I guess the most recent one with Twisted is probably the absolute perfect role for me. I mean, it's sort of uh, working with 
clients, working with high net worth clients, it's design, uh, it's branding, it's marketing, it's communications. It's a very special piece of kit. And I think there are also opportunities to um, do a similar sort of bespoke, sort of tailor-made, realizing dreams sort of uh, job with uh, with other uh, manufacturers as well. So I think that, um, yeah, it's a sort of a, a marriage made in heaven for me, I, I have to say, and I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, I've only been with the business for uh, about a month now, but already well underway with uh, some pretty major projects and some really, really interesting projects. And uh, and yeah, it's great. And the business that you alluded to at the beginning in, in Menorca, uh, again, I mean, I've always loved boats, loved, loved the sea, uh, loved the marine sort of lifestyle. And with the business there, uh, it's really about combining those things. And we sell and we buy and we look after um, boats and water toys and everything to do with sort of lifestyle. So I guess design and lifestyle are, are very much sort of common thread running through everything that I've, uh, I've done for the past uh, 25 or so years. Um, but the great culmination with Twisted in bringing all of those things together. And there are other things that we're looking at as well. I mean, other business interests include a remote battery monitoring system, which is for both automotive and the marine um, marine market, which again is an even bigger combination of everything. Right. And also another um, a, a, another initiative at the moment is a, is a classic vehicle provenance portal called VCV, Verified Classic Vehicles, which is a new benchmark really for the collation and the presentation of the provenance of a classic vehicle, uh, which, as I'm sure you're aware, makes a massive difference both to pride of ownership and also to, uh, to value. So, uh, yeah, busy time, really busy time at the moment. You have figured out the secret sauce to life, my friend. Uh, this is a very interesting life you've led. And I, I told your colleague when she sent your pictures over, I said, "What? who is this guy? The world's most interesting man. You have such a unique look about you and a style. Uh, it's like those commercials for Dos Equis with that guy. I, I love it. <laughs> and I love the fact that you've found your passion at a very early age and you created multiple businesses. You sold them off. You started new things. Now, at this point in your life, you're starting something new. And I know in your, your resume, I also read involvement uh, with your daughter is also in to design is that right it is i'm uh, i'm absolutely blessed to um to actually uh, have emma looking after the design business in the uk it's very interesting because the business has sort of evolved I and mean, that design business has now been established for, for a good length of time um and we've uh, as well as doing all the projects and many many other uh, print websites we do films we do all sorts of things in, in that branding and design consultancy kilvington um, but more recently, I say more recently, it's now um, you know, 15 or, or more years ago, we got involved in a sector which came as a result of looking for a school for Emma. I was looking for a, an independent school. And through looking at those and looking at the school prospectuses, etc., it soon became apparent that these schools were spending money, but in a very sort of reactive way, not in a proactive way. And they were sort of, I think, wasting money uh, to a certain extent. And I felt there was an opportunity to, to help those independent schools. Uh, and I thought it would be, you know, a good, fun sort of thing to do. And Stowe School was actually the first school that we worked with. And we developed a new prospectus. It was all about prospectuses in those days. Uh, but actually for Stowe, we developed a new look and a style, a brand. Uh, but back then, we weren't able to talk about brand. You know, certainly independent schools didn't understand brand. I and mean, they were a bit reluctant to market. So a lot of it was sort of old school time, literally, oh, no, no, dear boy, you know, all of our 
all of our business comes through recommendation and referral. Uh, we really don't need to market, you know, terribly vulgar. Um, but actually, things have changed enormously. It's a very competitive market. And that one school very soon grew to 100, I think, within a couple of years. Uh, and we've now worked with over 350 independent schools. So, wow. so Emma actually went through that, through um, Cheltenham Ladies College, um, and then went on to Bristol for the first, as I did, and and then decided to uh, to become a, a designer photographer. Worked in London for a very short time, and then and then joined me. And you know, we're, you know, we, it's fantastic for me to work with my daughter. I have to say, I'm very, very fortunate, and uh, she's making a great job of looking after things over there. I speak to her every day. We're in constant touch. You know, I tend to do the strategy and the creative direction. She's a great designer. She's great with clients. And, uh, yeah, I, hopefully that, that design business were under her sort of um, uh, reins, her guardianship, will uh, will continue to, to grow and grow. That's very cool. You're very fortunate. That's wonderful. Let's go back to Twisted and share more of your interpretation as you're new with this company of what the company's all about for our listeners today that may not have heard of Twisted and what they do, because this is a very unique and niche type market. You're talking about very upscale clients who want very special bespoke vehicles based on the Land Rover platform. So kind of walk us through what Twisted's all about. Okay. Yeah, I mean, one, one of the major projects we did um, in the design business in was to launch Ranger every North America. And at that point, we had already worked extensively with Land Rover on their branding. So I've always had a huge affinity with uh, with Land Rover and Range Rover since those days, and, and a number, and in fact, recently restored a 1962 Series 2A Land. You know, so it's now better than it would have come off the line. Nice. So I've always loved them. So really twisted takes that iconic that wonderful land rover machine and hones and re-engineers reimagines and reinvents it not to take away from the aesthetic and also the the practicalities of the vehicle and the overall dna of the vehicle but to create the sort of vehicle that i think had land rover not been diverted by you know the monocoque range rover and other things and obviously as they move on and grew significantly the sort of vehicle that I think it could have evolved into under the guardianship of Land Rover. So it's completely re-engineered right from the uh, right from the tyres up, so that it is yes iconic, yes classic, has all of that heritage, has all of those qualities, but also is absolutely a car which is on the button, which will handle and perform and exhilarate like no other vehicle. I mean, I was blown away. I mean, they're absolutely phenomenal to drive. And, you know, with all due respect, you could never really say that about the old Defender. It wasn't built as that sort of car. Right. So for me, it's taken all of the best and times 10 of a Range Rover and applied it to that wonderful vehicle in a nutshell. And I think what we're doing really with, as you suggest, these high net worth individuals, celebrities, and the people that are that are buying the vehicles, is not just providing them with a vehicle. Any more than we did, interestingly, when we launched Range Rover in North America, it very soon became apparent um, when we did that, that people were not buying a vehicle. I mean, of course, you know, it would be a third or fourth or fifth vehicle. But actually, they were buying their perception of an English country lifestyle. So we employed yes. Patrick Litchfield, the late Lord Litchfield, to um, uh, to do the photography. So we actually then sold them that English country lifestyle, and we had lots of salmon fishing on the Tay, and lots of sort of um, you know stereotypical sort of British sort of elements in there. And in a, in a slightly different way, we're doing exactly the same thing um, with with Twisted. 
insofar as we're, we're helping those clients realize their dreams, their aspirations, for them to have an absolutely bespoke and tailor-made vehicle, which is very particular to them. So I work with them to really identify from, from sometimes a very tight brief, but in many, many instances, just a sort of a wish, you know, a love, you know, where I talk to the clients about what, how do you want to use the vehicle? What do you want it to provide? You know, what's your lifestyle? Yeah. And we try and create a vehicle which is going to be absolutely pertinent to all of those things. And also something which is very, very special. I mean, I've worked on two now where, coincidentally, a client's lucky number is 42. Another client, um, their number was 24. <laughs> who, who could have imagined that? So in completely different ways, we're interpreting those numbers within the vehicle we're adding a lot of their personality. So I'm really helping them sort of realize and specify a vehicle, which perhaps, you know, is at the back of their heads. So I'm bringing it to the fore and, and helping to, uh, to create that very special car for them. That's really what Bespoke is, is all about and Twisted in a nutshell. You know, I was going to say, isn't this interesting? Because you mentioned your originally your focus was architecture. My father was an architect, and you talk about briefs. When you sit down, he designed a lot of homes for people. Mm. And now you're doing this for cars. So in a way, you're an automotive architect, creating a lifestyle for people within their vehicles. And of course, very much Land Rover is a lifestyle vehicle, just like other high-end cars would be. But you're taking it to a whole nother level and a personality for people i think it's absolutely brilliant and your history with the brand uh, can bring all that forward now into a much more tight-knit uh, brief as you say i think that's a very very perceptive comment uh, mark and um i very very much like your automotive architect i think that sums it up perfectly <laughs> into alliterative words i think that's very clever yes i might uh, i might i might have that one yeah, yeah. Put that on your. You can, that. T- you can have that. You can put it on your business card as a title. Yeah, of what you do. I think it's wonderful. You know, all great people have typically have a driving inspiration, a mentor in their life, somebody who was influential in helping them along. Is there somebody like that in your past? There is, Mark, and I have to say, um, this might sound obvious. I don't know, or maybe even cliched, but it was absolutely my grandfather. Mm. And my grandfather was a brilliant man in terms of what he was able to do. He's a real craftsman, you know, he's master plumber, electrician. Um, and he was absolutely fantastic at, at making things and not only making things, but at, at designing and creating things. I remember um, he, uh, he made me a garage, but it wasn't just any old garage. It was Brilliant design. He, he, he made it out of, um, out of um, plywood and hardboard. You know, not a lot of money, so everything was done sort of on a shoestring and, and you know, and buy and bend and, you know, and, and, and recycle. <laughs> he was recycling all those years ago. Yes. And he created this very clever ramp. He just cut, cut slots down either side and bent that down and put that underneath a piece of sort of quarter timber and you know, the design of this thing it just looked beautiful. I absolutely loved it. But it was design that was very functional. Again, architectural. And he built, um, for my sister, he built a doll's house. And the chimney supported the roof. And the roof was sort of uh, designed in such a way that you could actually take it off and sort of get involved. In the, you know, very, yeah. very clever, very functional design. My graphic design has always been very strategic. It's been designed with a particular purpose. And, you know, and very, I think design for me, yes, it needs to be aesthetically beautiful, 
if appropriate, uh, mm-hmm. or functionally um, beautiful. But also, I think what it uh, what it needs to do is it needs to be effective. It needs to do a job. And I think the sort of things that we're doing with Twister, and I've always done really on all of my, you know, whether they're gardens or whether they're, they're, they're interiors or whatever, is that I think the look and the style comes out of, um, it has an authenticity, it has an integrity, and it comes out of a functionality. You know, I know a lot of big words there, but, I, but, yeah. but, but that I think is so, so important. So instead of adorning something, what we're doing is we're enhancing something and we're, we're really trying to sort of, get a message of them you know i i would be much more inclined rather than putting stripes and decals in a vehicle to actually do something which inherently really communicated a particular strength or a particular piece of engineering in that vehicle yes. and again that's very much part of what we're doing at, at twisted it's all about the engineering it's all about the functionality and my design is not meant to sort of tart that up it's meant to really project that and underpin it and enhance it. And I think that's, uh, that's very important. And that's absolutely through, through his functionality, through his um, integrity and his people skills and his craftsmanship. I think there's an enormous debt that I pay to my grandfather. Um, and I miss him a lot. Yeah, how fortunate you were to have him in your life. That is absolutely splendid. I love it. Now, if somebody was going to go into the design world, automotive world, how would you advise them as they venture into this as a career? Yeah, um, I think that's an interesting one. I mean, I've had a few sort of philosophies, you know. I mean, it's not all been plain sailing. You know, I've been fortunate enough to establish and run some very successful businesses, um, but, but had tough times and, and, and had a couple of failures, you know. I think, that, I think when you're young and keen and building turnover and building your empire, I think, you know, you, you sort of diversify into things that, that perhaps you regret afterward. I mean, I don't really have regrets. And I think I think you can actually learn from those failures. And I, I certainly did. Would I do them again? No, I wouldn't. But I know how to avoid them now. Yes. But I think for me, it's consistently sticking to your principles, really. You know, we I, I, the sort of projects and the sort of work that I've always done have always been sort of premium projects. And I think back in the day, you know, I know that we've, you know, we've had this sort of um, you know, almost premium price. But I think, you know, I think for me, you pay for what you get. And I think if you're, you know, I don't cut corners. I, th- I think uh, I'm far happier working with with things that have value, not necessarily luxury. I think things that have value, things that have quality and premium things. And I think you you sort of set your pit. And I think it's good to stick by that. And I think, you know, it, you can be just, if not even more successful, with obviously with a pound shop and piling high, selling cheap, and that's a completely different principle. But I don't think you can honestly be both. I think you're uh, you're either one or the other. So I think for me, it's sticking to that focus. So however much you diversify, in, however many different things you become involved with, those same core values actually run through everything. And so keep to those and, and, and look at ways of actually using those. I think look after cash is, is, is an important thing in terms of business. <laughs> no uh, doubt. I think it, cash is king. It's, it's a real truism, but I think that's important. But also just important, look after people. A yeah. business is its people. It isn't, a, it isn't, you know, I'm a brand man, but it isn't just brand. You know, the brand comes from individuals. It comes from people. Look after people, I think, is, is important. Keep focused. We have an expression in, in England, which may not mean much to you. I don't know, but stick to your knitting. 
Yes. What that really means is stick to what you're best at. Stick to what you know. Don't pretend that you know everything. Don't pretend that you can do everything. But do what you do do really, really well. And, um, you know, I think, I think if, if some of those things, I mean, uh, yeah, I think if you, are, you sort of uh, take those and, uh, and stick by those, I think uh, you won't go far wrong, really. Absolutely. Set your pitch and stick to your knitting. Some golden nuggets you're dropping on us today. (laughs) I love it. Well, you made a nice segue to my next question about challenges. But before that, we're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. The challenge question. So sit tight. What began as a charitable car show has grown into the world's greatest collector car auctions, raising over $133 million for charitable organizations to date. For nearly 50 years, automotive enthusiasts from all over the world have enjoyed the Barrett-Jackson Collector Car Auctions, and I'm a huge fan. Regarded as the barometer of the collector car industry, their auctions are world-class lifestyle events, where thousands of the world's most sought-after unique and valuable automobiles cross the block in front of a global audience, in person, on TV, or streamed online. Barrett Jackson produces the world's greatest collector car auctions in Scottsdale, Arizona, Palm Beach, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, and new for 2021, Houston, Texas. The excitement of Barrett Jackson auctions is contagious and a unique experience is not to be missed. And coming soon, something new for you Cars Yeah listeners. I'll be teaming up with Craig Jackson on the first ever Barrett Jackson podcast coming to your mobile devices every week. Listen here on Cars Yeah and check out the Barrett-Jackson website for unique details on this new exciting podcast that I'm very proud to be a part of. And be sure to visit BarrettJackson.com today. Barrett-Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auctions. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. Join Linkage. Be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you get your subscription and they'll give you $10 off. Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So Paul, you referred to making mistakes, having challenges, obstacles, failures, perhaps even but learning from them, that they're okay. They're things that teach us, as long as we don't just keep repeating them, of course. So walk through a big one that you had to deal with and tell us what that lesson learned was and how it helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career, your business, or your life. Yeah, I think, again, going back, you know, we were a pretty focused design, consultancy design agency, you know, doing our print and um, you know, doing some sort of corporate identity, etc., and it's always uh, it's always tempting, you know. We um, 
we became a, a triumvirate of, of three within within the group. So I set up this group, distanced myself really from the main business, which I think again is is a difficult thing. I think as a as a principle of design business, in the same way perhaps as a as a, as a lawyer or an architect or um, or an accountant, and I think it's you know if your clients are buying you to a great extent, and yes, you need to um, you know train people and instill your values in other people, but I think. The minute you start to divorce yourself too soon from the business, I think that can become very difficult. So mm. that was one mistake. But yeah, and that triumvirate, um, you know, one one was, um, uh, and actually we set up called the Business Development Bureau. And this is going way back. So it's, you know, it's, it predates sort of, you know, uh, business management sort of services, if you like, and things. And that was a partnership with an individual. Uh, and then I had another, which was a, um, a, a sort of a, a sales promotion agency, which also led to, uh, uh, and you'll wince at this one, Mark, I think, uh, a model agency. Oh. I was very young. Yeah. <laughs> I was very oh, young. I've got to deal with so, that before. You know, yeah. <laughs> so those things, they sort of made sense, and it was sort of pushing the design through marketing, through sales promotion, through modeling. Um, yep. But it was it was two or three steps too far. I, you know, one I sold out of, and it was reasonably lucrative. You know, it didn't last long. The model agency sort of died a death, as it probably was always doomed to do. <laughs> it was fun yeah. at, at the time. Sure. Um, and the business development agency, the partner disappeared, and um, he wasn't all he uh, who purported to be. So, what have I learned from that? Well, I've learned. I've le- well, I've learned the court to stick to the core, really, and uh, and to also. Be, be involved. Um, I was at my happy. We became a sort of, I think, up to about 30 odd people there in the end, you know, in a big, big building. You know, this was pre sort of internet and pre sort of new methods of working. Well, not new, but I mean, appropriate and relevant methods of working nowadays. And I spent a lot of my time organizing, organizing them and, and their issues and this huge infrastructure of, of a business. You know, I, I remember. Um, you know, this is 20-odd years ago. You know, we, we needed uh, 80 grand a month just to pay the overheads. You know, you don't need many not very good months, particularly when you're not on retainers, which you weren't. It was all project-based at the time. You don't need many bad months to sort of have a big hole to, to crawl out of. Right, so, right. you know, it, um, it, it can be tough. But I was certainly at my happiest, really, when we were about 12 strong. I mean, that's a great size for a, a design team. Yep. Um, however it might be, you know, that was uh, – I, I think that's good. So – Yes, you're right. I mean, you do learn those lessons. And certainly, I think I was fortunate to make all my mistakes when I was right at the very beginning because I set up so young. You know, I'd sort of got most of all that out of my, uh, <laughs> out of your system. Out of my system at 30 <laughs> or something. So I'm not saying I haven't made mistakes since. Of course I have. But, but not nothing as fundamental as some of those things. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. I appreciate you sharing that. You seem to be, to me, a guy with a bucket list that is always progressing forward. This new venture, along with everything else you're doing with Twisted, is a good example of that. Is there another big accomplishment out there you're looking forward to in your life that is lingering out on the horizon since you're on an island looking out at a vast body of water? Yeah, lovely image that, isn't it? Yes, it (laughs) is. Beautiful place you're in. Yeah, I mean, when I was young, it was uh, it was tangible material things. I mean, it was you know I wanted both uh, and all of these things really are a combination of great engineering, great styling, uh, fantastic functionality, and fantastic design. And those three things were uh, an Aston Martin, probably if I'm being totally honest, the the James Bond DB5. Oh, of course, yeah. A Reva, the Reva boat, uh, Ooh, and a World War II yes. Spitfire. 
Oh, gee, uh, some some high lofty uh, things to park in the hangar in the garage and, and on the uh, the dock. Wow. Well, I've, I've been fortunate. There's there's only one of those I haven't achieved, and I'll I'll leave you and your listeners to uh, <laughs> to actually guess which one that might be. But I'm, I'm I ain't given up yet. You know, I'm not giving well, up no. on that one. But um, but no, actually, it's less material things now. I mean, it's it's now for me. To have more time, it sounds like I'm retiring, I'm certainly not, I'm going the opposite way, but more time with the family, security, quality of life, those sort of real sort of peace of mind, sort of mindfulness sort of things, I guess. But in order to achieve that, and and something that, that really drives me is, you know, I'd love to see, I'd love to see Twisted now become a real major force. I think, I think all the ingredients are there. I think it's, it's fundamentally a fantastic, iconic car. I think the sort of things that we're doing with them uh, are, are very special. We're now looking at electric vehicles as well, and there's something oh, yeah. really, exciting, uh, really exciting there as things are moving forward. And I think then looking forward to that, I think, you know, a, a force to be rec- reckoned with in terms of, of a design team, a bit like the old Italian design houses, you know, sort of Pinfarina, sort of Zagato. Well, maybe a British design house doing yeah. some great British design and architecture for cars, for boats, uh, and for other things, you know. Um, look at Philip Stark, look at some of the wonderful designs he's been doing, you know, from oh, yeah. hotels through to furniture, through to all sorts of things. So I think that... Uh, yeah, I think personally for me, I'd, uh, I'd, uh, I'd love to do that. I'm broadening my design. I suppose as a, I was going to say frustrated architect, I don't feel like a frustrated <laughs> architect. It was, it was out of choice. But certainly I think to, you know, to, to leave a mark and to, to achieve something and to be remembered for, for great design, great functional design and, and across a whole gambit of things, not just you know, not just print and not just um, branding, even not right. just anything, you know, just, just a, a limitless, really open-ended design, but, but the right sort of design. It paints a wonderful picture of your life. And you touched on something that I was just discussing with a friend yesterday that COVID has brought about, at least for he and I, we were talking about, because he and I are about the same age. I think you and I are somewhat of the same age group. And that... This pandemic we've been through has changed people's perspective in many ways or enlightened us to focus more on what is truly important. And you touched on it, less material things, more people and family things. And I guess I, as, I, as I said to him this, he said, well, that just comes with age and wisdom that you, you gain over life. But this pandemic has accelerated that, I think. And if there's a positiveness that's come out of it, and there have been some, that's one of them in my mind. And you touched on it right there very eloquently, uh, that people and family and experiences far exceed the material things that we acquire. And I wanted to segue that segment into a couple cars that you have, a truly special vehicle in your life. Uh, you and I share a passion for Porsche. I understand you have a 69 Targa, uh, which is very cool. The old long hoods, of course, and a couple other cars. So is there one specific car that's really special to you in your life? Yes, uh, let me talk about that. But just, just to pick up, just first of all, on your point, I think you're absolutely right in terms of COVID. And the other thing I would say, is, yes, it does come with age. But actually, I think the younger generation... I've got a far better perspective than, than we've ever had in I terms of, of quality of life and yes. lifestyle. Yes, You know, they're much more inclined to sort of have the lifestyle to rent things rather than purchase them. And they're not looking 
as much as we were to sort of acquire all of these things around them, they don't want all the clutter. I think they, they want to have the lifestyle. I think yeah. they're also very environmentally aware and very sustainable. So, no, I think um, I think you're right. And I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the youngsters that have been through this really, really difficult time will come out the other end. I think there's some really exciting times ahead um, with regards to that. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I see that in my own children, even my son, talking with him a couple months ago. He was saying, Dad, you know, your generation was all about picket fences, the house, staying with a company for a long time, acquiring all these things. We're not into that. We're into Ooh. experiences. We want to get out and see things and not be tied to these anchors that these material things tie us to, that, that latch us to. So I, I agree 100%. I think it's great. But this is cars, yeah, and I still want to talk about cars because we love cars, and I love cars too. Just I too have downsized. I used to have a lot more cars in my garage. I've just pared it down to one special ride that I love, a a toy car, and then another. So so what's one vehicle that's been really special for you in your life? Well, you talked about a toy car. My first um, serious car was was a model that my grandmother bought me one Christmas, and that was the James Bond DB5. Yeah, yes. Um, and that really resonated. What a model that was. Um, my goodness. You know, there's so many, so much functionality in that. <laughs> and that ignited my passion for Astons. And, uh, and my first uh, one, when the business started to go again, you know, I think I was pre-30 or something, I bought a, a DB6, which was the most affordable one uh, at the time, yep. uh, the classic Aston. Uh, and it was silver birch. It had the red leather, so it's a bit like the model, but um, it was an automatic because it was cheaper. And that was what I could afford. Um, couldn't pull the skin off a rice pudding. I had a, <laughs> had a, a chappy uh, modify it and gave me a better kick down. But since then, I've had a, a number. Of, I've been very lucky. I've, you know, I've, I've worked hard. I've earned my own luck. But um, you know, I've had a couple of fives and a couple of fours. Had a DB Mark III, and you know, as a, as a mark, as a brand, I absolutely love them. Had some more recent Astons as well. But you're right, a Porsche, um, I sort of went away from Porsche to Aston for all of those reasons. But actually, when, when I was building my business, again, it, because it, it, it grew so quickly and, and was successful um, so, so quickly, fortunately, I, uh, I did run uh, 911s uh, in, in the day. And I remember having a, a big sort of turbo-bodied cabriolet. You know, again, this was, um, this was sort of late, late 80s, so we, we got away. It wasn't guards red. It was black with linen interior. But yeah, it's quite a beast. And then since I had it, I had the one of the first Carrera four cabriolets in the country in, in the UK, which was a lovely, lovely kind of. I subsequently bought one. I know sort of have a small collection of classic cars. So, but yeah, the other my, my, the, the, my favourite is the one that I currently own, which I uh, is a California car actually, uh, left hand drive. It's over here in Menorca, absolutely unmolested, unrestored. Very, very original. It's actually just having a new clutch at the moment and just having some very, very light work done to it. But you know, even some of the paintwork has got that sort of almost slightly crazed Ming bar, bar sort of feel, like patina. You know, I'm very yes. much into. I think this is an age thing. I mean, I'm much more into now. When I look back at my DB5s, they were literally out of the box. They were immaculate. They were restored. They were fantastic. But I was a lot, lot happier with, with a bit more rough and ready um, DB um, uh, Mark III. I really, really loved that car. It was a great car, and you know, it had its dings, it had its patina, and but but it was it was a very original, and and I feel that about the Porsche. I think it was terrific. Land Rovers, I've um, Land Rovers and Rangers had a few, and um, I had a Land Rover for about twenty five years. Wow! And that was very much part of the family. 
you know, Emma, my daughter, you know, we um, we used to hitch the trailer and go into the fields and collect the hay bales. And <laughs> and uh, I used to collect classic um, a, a, a koi carp. Um, and I remember going to the uh, koi carp farm and uh, Emma was in the back sort of trying to stop these things. You know, I was trying to take it steady, which is very difficult in an old series. <laughs> yes. Jumping all over. So there was fish and water everywhere. But uh, no, I had great, great memories of, uh, of, of Emma. You know, it was very much part of her childhood. Wonderful. But I was tempted to sell it. I tempted it. Every time I took it to fill up, there's always somebody admiring it. So it was, it was, you know, it was, it was very original. It was a 71, I think, uh-huh. uh, tilt top, bronze green. And, you know, and it, and it just felt right. You know, one of those cars that just feels and smells right. Yeah. Anyway, I took, I took the bait. I think I, was looking to invest in something else at the time, and this guy offered me a lot of money, and, and uh, I took it. I actually sold him that, and when he picked it up, he saw I had a Conran desk in the in a, in a locker where this this car was, and he bought the <laughs> Conran desk as well. So um, you know, so yeah, I was feeling a bit raw really when he disappeared after it. Yeah, you know, with, uh, with, with the desk I've had for a few years, and also the landing. Regretted it the day after, as we do. I've yep. never regretted buying a car in my life or anything. Always regretted selling them. Yeah. What I did as part of that deal is I took a, a, a wreck of an old 62, which I then have spent a lot of time and effort and, and, and money sort of, you know, creating a, a wonderful vehicle and, and getting it absolutely exactly as it should be. So, um, and now that's my sort of winter car in the UK, um, galvanized chassis. I'm just driving it through salted roads, which we have over there, which are uh, uh, yeah. too, uh, they eat cars. for cars, but, um, but not too precious. I mean, it, it, yes, it's immaculate, but I'm driving it to enjoy it. It's almost like a time warp, going back in time to 1962 and having a brand new vehicle and, um, and you know, and just driving it as it would have been in the day and enjoying it and let it sort of develop its own patina. So uh, that's definitely one I'll be passing on to Emma. More wisdom that comes with age, I think, when it comes to cars and what they mean to us yeah. and how we use them. I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here, Paul. Be your psychiatrist today. If you were manifest oh, yeah. as a vehicle, yes, here we go. If you were manifest as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive your personality in a vehicle, what would you be, but more importantly, why? Oof. Well, this is going to sound as if this is a party line. I'm being very, very corporate, but I'm, I'm not. I'm being very, very honest. It would be a Range Rover. Mm. It would be a Range Rover. And this goes right back to knowing and loving them, to launching them, as I say, in North America and really getting to grips with them. But for me, it's a go anywhere, do everything sort of vehicle. Yep. It, it, it's It's classic. It's not flash, you know. I hate flash, you know. I just do not like bling and, and all of that. So, you know, and I think, and I guess I'm I'm talking classic Range Rover here. Uh, I'd be a, I'd be a, a Range Rover classic. I wouldn't be the later. I've had the later vehicles, and I'm certainly not knocking them. All wonderful pieces of kit, but you know, I go back to those. Uh, and I actually did did buy one over here. I um, I used to have a CSK back in the day, which was the car that Charles Spencer King designed in 1990. It was his the epitome of Range Rover for him with the anti-sway bars and 3.9 engine, etc. And uh, I've got that vehicle, but it's white. It's sort of my island interpretation of, <laughs> nice. of the CSK. So, um, so yeah, so that um, goes on forever. You know, just as happy in the country or in the city, combining old and new. Um, so, yeah, I think it would, for all of those reasons, uh, it would, it would have to be, have to be the, the Range Rover, I think. And, uh, 
yeah, that's perhaps something we at Twisted should be looking at, you know, doing a Twisted Range Rover. My yeah, goodness, there's that an opportunity. That would be very interesting, wouldn't it? I mean, that's mm. the vehicle that kind of started it over here for uh, high-end SUVs, if you would call them, you know, for people that uh, wanted something special in that lifestyle technique. So, yeah, everybody aspired to have a Range Rover in the CSK and that classicness of it. And, of course, you're a Brit, so that all makes sense to me. Nicely done. I always ask my guests about a book that they've read that they'd like to share that they gleaned a lot of information from. Is there a book in your life, maybe in the last year or so, that you'd like to share? Um, sadly, I've got little time for, for, for reading for pleasure nowadays. <laughs> I understand. I mean, mainly sort of trade things and stuff like that. But I recently really enjoyed um, Boris Johnson, uh, our prime minister's um, book on Churchill. Churchill has, has always, uh, I've always admired Churchill. And I think above all else, despite his 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 failings, his very obvious failings and, and, and very obvious mistakes, I think he really did stick to his principles. You know, he never ever gave up, and that was a big motto of his: never give up. Oh, you know? yes. oh yeah. And showed great sort of fortitude and stoicism and resilience, I guess. So yeah, I, I you know I thoroughly enjoyed that because you know I admire the man and uh, and you know and uh, I think some of the some of his values. So yeah, I think that would probably be a be a favourite. He also drove a very very nice Series One Land Rover as well. So. <laughs> yes, yes, that book titled the Churchill Factor. So uh, yeah, that's the first time that's been mentioned too. So I think that's great. I'll put that on Paul's show notes page so you can find a link to that. We're going to take one more very short break. We come back. We're going to go on the ultimate drive here with Paul. So sit tight. We'll be right back here at Cars. Yeah, it's all about inspiration, and our charity of choice is Tech Force Foundation where it's all about making a positive difference in young people's lives. TechForce helps young adults discover their talents and passions for all things automotive, with a mission of helping students develop a career as a professional technician. TechForce awards nearly $2 million in scholarships every year for students to pursue technical education, and they support hands-on activities, events, and mentorships across the country, working to change the outdated perceptions of these careers. Autotechs are in high demand, but the supply of qualified technicians is critically short. They need your help to fuel their mission. Learn more and join me in supporting them at techforce.org. All right, we are back, and I have a magic scepter, Paul, which allows my guests to do magical things. For you today, that's picking a very special vehicle, someone that you'd like to be riding with, either as a passenger or you can drive. Uh, this person can be living or deceased. So what's your ultimate drive all about? Well, yeah, you say deceased. Yeah, relatively, we were very recently deceased. I think it would be Sterling Moss. Ah, I think yeah. my, my partner would be Sterling Moss for all sorts of reasons. Absolute gentleman. And I think there'd be some wonderful anecdotes um, and clearly an absolute racing legend. So uh, so I'm sure I'd be in, in the hot seat to pick up some really good tips and uh, he would be telling me in no certain terms that I shouldn't be doing this and shouldn't be doing that. But uh, no, I think he'd be he'd be immense fun to be with and, and, and very valuable. And what would it be in? Probably an Aston Martin. Uh, <laughs> probably an Aston Martin. DB4 GT. That's a car I've had. I've had a four. I had a, 
a Series 1 and a Series 2 DB4. Beautiful, beautiful car. Much better than the 5 for me, and certainly a lot better than the 6. So I think they you know, look shorter wheelbase, lighter, and the GT, um, the perfection of that. Zagato, very nice. Yes. You know, like yes. That, but I think the purity of that DB4 GT. So uh, I think Sterling and that just seem to me to go hand in driver's glove. I think, yeah, I love it. Nice way you put that. So would he be at the wheel or would you, or would you be jumping back and forth in the driver's seat? Oh, I think we'd do a swap, a bit of a Le Mans swap. Oh, I think, yeah. I think probably Sterling first, and then I can put some of the tips into practice. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we'd do a swap. <laughs> you know, I had him lined up to be a guest here. His health was declining, and uh, Lady Susie kept having to cancel because he wasn't doing well. And sadly, uh, he passed before I was able to get him on this show. I was able to talk to him several times. I actually got to sit next to him at uh, Pebble Beach Concours one year in the judge's booth, uh, just chatting for a little bit. And, you know, what do you say when you sit next to Sterling Moss? Wow. <laughs> what do you ask? Yeah, he and Jackie Stewart were there. Uh, the late Denise McCluggage, who has been a guest on the show. And it was truly a couple magical moments there to get to talk with them. But that sounds like a very nice ultimate drive for sure. Paul, you've made this very fun for me today. And I can't thank you enough for calling in and sharing some of your time with us. Before I let you go, is there maybe a parting piece of wisdom or guidance, a success quote perhaps you might offer our listeners? Um, well, that's just three things bring to mind um, that, that would be my sort of mantra, if you like. I'd follow your passion. I think if you're fortunate enough to be able to follow your passion then, and, and make a success out of that and, you know, and, and have a good quality of life as a result of that, then, then you're very, very fortunate. So I think that's certainly, uh, certainly one. Never give in, um, I guess, you know, going back to the Churchillian yep. um, thing. I think that, you know, keep going. You know, never give in. I think that's very important. And most importantly, probably enjoy every minute. You know, life is for enjoying. You know, if you're not enjoying it, then you know, don't do it if you can afford not to. I think uh, is the key. So, yeah, those three things I, I think would be uh, what I would uh, certainly what I certainly what I say with the schools that we work with. It's certainly the sort of things that I'm saying to the sixth formers when they want to sort of have some tips and you know, and those. I think, uh, you know, I think if they. If they take those on board, they won't go hopefully too far wrong. Brilliant. Uh, yes, brilliant. What are some of the ways that people can keep up with you and Twisted? Um, uh, my uh, my website, my design sort of website is uh, is uh, www.kilvington.com. Um, the marine website um, here, if anybody uh, fancies a trip to Menorca or, or um, chartering a boat or whatever. Is, Sounds uh, wonderful. www.clearwater. <laughs> dot es clearwater one word dot es and of course um twisted twisted automotive.com is the uh, is is our twisted website um, but very happy if um very happy if people want to contact me through um email or linkedin my email is simply paul kilvington at me me dot com uh or my linkedin Tag, you call it tag mark or whatever. Then yeah, my LinkedIn. Or, yeah, just your LinkedIn. Uh, my LinkedIn is is Paul hyphen Kilvington. Paul dash Kilvington. Awesome. I'll make sure I put links to all these on Paul's show notes page so you can go to the Car Show website and find them and follow along. If you're not familiar with Twisted, uh, check it out because what they're building there will blow you away. They're just so cool. And you can go back if you missed my talk with uh, the CEO of Twisted, Tom Maxwell. 
That show, number 1618, last year is still up, as with all past 1,813 inspiring automotive enthusiasts on the Cars Yeah website. Paul, hey, thank you for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing uh, some of your life with us. This has been absolutely wonderful in a beautiful part of the world. Oh, my gosh. You have dialed in life for sure. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. I've enjoyed the ride. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.